joining us today uh, out of Kalgoorlie, out of Subiaco. I've got two Kalgoorlie boys on the couch with me today. I I'm one's, not from Subiaco. Yeah, one's an honorary Kalgoorlie boy, or so he claims. We've got Tyrell. Is it Dewa or Dua? Because I've heard conflicting calls before. Yeah, it's Dua. Yeah. It's Dua. Yeah. yeah, I've heard Dewa before, and it yeah. threw me. I've got Tyrell, Dua, and Seb Clark's back uh, in the studio looking a bit more um, orange yeah. and... Different than uh, usual. Ty hasn't asked at all. Do yeah, you know you why? Did well Ty? not to say no. anything. No, I, well, I won as Trump for Halloween last night, and I did pretty well. Yeah, not with the ladies; they hated it. But um, I can imagine. No, a lot of nice compliments from general yeah, citizens. Yeah, I, I don't like looking at the eyebrows. But <laughs> Ty, it's, it's great to get you in here. How are you feeling, mate? How are things going? You've obviously yep. y- you've bunked up uh, the cinders Moses to to get out of the finale next week. So yep. um, any excuse to do. But how are you going? Uh, yeah, it's going pretty good. Uh, just like have a few. Few weeks off of work, which is pretty good. So yeah, just resting at the moment. So yeah, nice. Now wh- I wanted to go back to Kalgoorlie, of course. You know, we've both recently been there. We love the place. It's uh, where we grew up, and obviously enjoyed a bit of footy. But tell us about your footy journey in Kalgoorlie, because uh, as I already knew, but what I really discovered when I went back there, it is a, a really rich place for footy. And I'm sure you've got some stories of how things started for you. Ah, uh, yeah. So I started my footy in. Um in Kaboli, I played, started Oskik there and worked my way up to juniors with Mines. Moved down to Cow, moved down to Perth in year nine to Wesley College. Got homesick, went back to Kaboli in year ten. Did one year there and then came back to Wesley in year eleven and then finished my schooling off there. So yeah, that's my footy journey so far. And enjoyed footy. Yeah, it's really. And, and enjoyed school as well. In, in yep. I guess in um, integrating both of those things. Yeah. Yeah, just that, like playing two football teams at the time, so Subi and Wesley, which was pretty good. So, yeah. What was your favourite? Uh, last year would have to be Wesley because it was my last year of footy there. So, yeah, probably that, yeah, and then Subi this year. Yeah, nice. And leaving Cow, how do you feel about that? Because it is a little bit tougher for country blokes, um, yep. usually, I find. Yeah, and um, when I moved down in year nine, it was pretty tough. Like, I wasn't, like, good at, like, leaving home and all that kind of mm. stuff. Just got homesick and all that. So, yeah, I wanted to go back home and be with the family. I realised when I was in year 10, I was just thinking, oh, what a stupid decision I made. <laughs> so, yeah, went back to Perth and, yeah, finished schooling off. Uh, did you find it easier the second time around, I guess, knowing what yep. was ahead? And yep. did you what sort of things did you put in place to ensure that you weren't getting as homesick as you were before? Yeah, I just knew I wanted to be there and I, I had to be there if I wanted to be where I'm at now. Mm. So, yeah, it was, I thought... A lot more easier. Yep. Yep. And as far as that opportunity to go to Wesley that we've spoken about so much, you know, how did that opportunity first come about to, to end up at Wesley? Was there, did they reach out to you? Did Subiaco sort something out for you? And how were you feeling? I guess leading in, you know, you said it, you didn't enjoy it, but leading into it, how were you feeling? How long did the decision process, uh, you know, go to, to you decided that you did want to go to Wesley the first time? Um, the first time, no one, like, I just thought it was a really good idea to get a better opportunity there. So mum and thought mum and dad thought about it and so I said, Yeah, I'll go there for a bit. And then the second time I just knew I wasn't like any good at footy back then. So yeah, went back and yeah, got into Subi and all went from there. Yeah, and as far as your journey with Subi goes, uh, how did that first start? When did that first start? How did you feel when you first joined Subi? Was it at all, you know, coming from the country you felt a bit off the pace of the boys who had been there from, you know, those 13s, 14s, future squad, or did you come straight in and feel like, you know, you were where you belonged? Yeah, um, so I first went in last year at the start of the year, which was pre-season before 2021, and I thought, oh, it's going to be pretty hard. I wasn't, I wasn't very fit at all back then. 
So, yeah, I just worked my way through it and I uh, thought I'd be pretty well and ended up playing, like, five games last year for Subi. So, yeah. This year there was a, a, a weekend where Mines, I can't recall who you were playing, but I knew you were going into that game as heavy – well, not underdogs, but because of the inclusions of some of the younger boys, uh, not uh, including you as well, that uh, I guess the other team, I think it might have been Boulder, maybe Kangas. I knew the other team were definitely worried about the pace that the team uh, that Mines were bringing that specific weekend was. How important was it for you to get back and, I guess, give back to a, a club in the Diorites uh, that gave so much to you? Yeah, I thought it was really great. It was a wicked opportunity to get like play with blokes that my dad played with. Mm. It's my dad's football club when he moved to Calgary. Um, he also gave me the jumper at the start, and, yeah, it was a good debut, I reckon. And like, I had other boys from Subi, like Rory Murison, won the, who won the Taylor medal mm. um, for Subi, and uh, Robbie Hansen, uh, Kyde Stubbs, and Malachi Champion. Yeah. So it was, we all drove down the... Two days before it. Imagine yeah. the vibes in that car. Yeah, yeah. that would have been great fun. Jeez. Just the Subi boys yeah. all together yeah. loading up. Yeah. Some absolute yeah. supreme talent as yeah. well. The, they'd be stoked when, you know, like when you're an amateur team and you get one bloke who's coming down from Perth twos and you're like pretty stoked about them coming in. They would have been absolutely like, what was the vibe around the whole team? Just know you got like six, five, six blokes coming in yeah. just yeah. ready to take it on. Yeah, it was really wicked, I reckon. But the game was a bit slower compared to a, like a Colts game. And yeah. the vibes before it were like very... Nerve-wracking because yeah, like okay. didn't know how it was going to go and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, and everyone was expecting me to go well. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, I want to deep dive a bit more into Wesley, I guess, just in terms of uh, your relation with the football program there, more so than the school. Obviously, I've never been to Kalgoorlie. I can't talk much about the schools there, but I imagine there's a bit more money pumped into the footy programs at Wesley than there are probably in Kalgoorlie. What was it like coming into that footballing academy at Wesley? How did you feel like that helped you develop your game? Uh, so in year nine we weren't that good. Like it was just like a bit of a bit of a oh well let's play footy and lose again. Yeah. So we lost all our games in year nine. Wow. Yeah, and then back into year eleven, I think we weren't that good in year eleven. Just a piss take year again, I, I guess. Then in year twelve we had a coach from Guildford come down and Shane Wewerden, Michael Brobridge oh, wow. and him. Yeah. So yeah, I reckon we were very pumped for that year. We ended up coming second as well with Aquinas. We also needed Hale to beat Scotch. So we could win three-way tie for the Alco. So yeah. Wow. And talk us about uh, talk us through some of the players. I guess you looked up to most and learnt from most at Wesley. Um, probably in year nine, I was good mates with Tyler Brockman. Yeah. So yeah, I was really close with him. Um, in year twelve last year, I was really close with Arthur Jones. So yeah, yeah. He was me and him were in the same class all the t- all the, all our classes, and yeah, just got to know him really well. Yeah, well, what was he like at school? Because I know outside of school he's a bit loud, a bit of a clown. Yeah. Or was he like at school? Yeah, at school he's the same, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get into a bit of mischief sometimes, so yeah. Yeah. And the toughest players, I guess, you played against in uh, PSA footy? Um, probably have to say in this year for Waffle, I'd probably say probably Dan Gallicole. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, great. He's a good bloke as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, as far as Wesley goes, there was, I saw you got to do the design for the Indigenous Round Jumper last year. Yep. Alongside it was Jake Watson and Artie Jones. Yep. What's the process like of, you know, making one of those? You know, from, you know, non-Indigenous backgrounds, we see them, we think, wow, they're really cool. The story's great. But for you, what's that process like of making it? And I guess, is there or how much importance is there on the design of the jumper to you? Yeah, it was a bit took a long time to make it. I think we all chipped in and like made a pretty good design, I reckon. 
And uh, it was sometimes it got annoying because like we wanted this and then we yeah, wanted that. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Yeah, so bicker? Was, yeah, it was very, very frustrating because we'd like have a bit of an argument. So then, oh, let's do this <laughs> yeah. and oh, let's do that. And then, yeah. So are you happy with what was produced yeah, in the end? Yeah, it was good. good. Yeah, I reckon we did a pretty good job. Uh, now, taking a look at the West Coast Next Gen Academy, tell us about how that began. I'm sure that would have been something that really pumped up your tyres when you heard that news come through that they wanted you to be a part of that. Yep. Uh, and what has that provided you with? Um, so I got into the Next Gen when I was in Year 10. So there was this thing called the Boomerangs. And uh, so I didn't make the boomerangs because I rolled my ankle again before that. Oh, yeah. You've got so, trouble yeah. with those ankles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I rolled my ankle and didn't wasn't able to go over Melbourne and play against the Worlds team and all that. So, yeah. The Worlds team? Yeah. Yeah, they so, do like um, yeah. all the blokes who I think they or their parents are born in oh, like non-Australian oh, na- yes. or non-English speaking no. nations. Yep. Yep, that's yeah, right. great. Mm. So nice. that's how the academy works as well with yep. the non-Indigenous boys. Now, what kind of discussions do you have with the Eagles now and over the over the year this year? Do you does it remain um, close with them? So now I'm having good discussions if they're going to nominate me for the NGA. Yep. So basically, if they do nominate me for the NGA, then I automatically get drafted no matter what. Yeah. Well, outside so yeah, of pick forty, isn't it? Outside of pick forty, or yeah. like yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, and, and you'd like well, to become a West Coast player? Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I reckon that'd probably yeah. be a bit silly not yeah. to nominate yeah. you for yeah. NGA. And I guess grow, growing up as well through the academy, it, it's not a very successful one. No. Uh, things must be said. Frio's has been you know quite good for them, but for West Coast, I think since Jared Cameron, no yep. one's been picked up. Mm-hmm. Does that? I guess how does that make you feel? Do you, do you care about that at all, or is it just sort of like irrelevant to you? Um, yeah, I don't really mind it. I've, not really that much of a big situation, I yeah. reckon, but yeah. yeah it's going to be now. Yeah, you just put it yeah, in his head. Well, now he's going to be He's going to be the one to break out. Yeah. <laughs> so he hadn't thought of it until then. Artie Jones could have been a... Could have been an NGA, but he didn't sign the form that me that I signed as well. Oh. So they came to Wesley and they gave us yep. a form if we wanted to be NGA with them. Right. Arthur took his home and I just signed it straight away. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's <laughs> still in his school bag. Yeah, I reckon hasn't he taken it out. He lost it. Just <laughs> his <laughs> dog ate it. Yeah, he went pick forty three, so he would have went Eagles anyway. Yeah, wow. well, look, he looks pretty happy at the dog, so yeah. I reckon he'd be pretty stoked now. At the back end of last year, you lead into this year, you weren't in the state squads initially, but. Obviously, I'm sure as a very talented player, you've probably had conversations with boys in the state squads and some of the coaches and selectors from the state squads. What was the feedback you were receiving from your coaches, from the state coaches, in order to try and break into the state squad? And what kind of work were you doing to get to that point where you are now in the state squad? Um, so at the start of the year, that was one of my main goals, to make the state state squad, which was the first selection after the first five rounds. And I was pretty stressed out after the fifth round because that's when the state selections were on during the week. Mm. So I was just thinking, oh, no, what's going on? I don't know what's going to happen. And, yeah, eventually got an email and then got straight into things and um, was talking to the coach and asking, oh, what do I need to do to get a cracker game, play some good footy, um, be consistent and all that. So, yeah, and um, ended up playing two bad games. And in the first game against the Claremont Reserves, I I was emergency for that game. And so... Uh, Harry Cole was sick that game, so yeah, I came in for him. Ended up kicking two goals. It was yeah, so yeah, yeah. And at what stage was it where it's in that whole process from last year, the summer to round five this year, where you were selected? When was it that you started to hear from the coaches or get an understanding that you were pretty close to that state squad? You know, pretty close to that that last spot. Um, no one was really like interested in me and like all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I think it was just kind of my idea to like push harder. Yeah. Get that state selection. 
And this year specifically, you've moved from the back line to the forward line, a little bit more of a live wire there. How have you enjoyed that shift? And I guess who have you lent on in uh, terms of uh, learning that sort of craft? I know you the answer I'm looking for is Malachi Champion, but who have you really lent on in terms of trying to find out more about the Ford craft? Um, so, yeah, backline was pretty good. Uh, as soon as I got told I have to go play down forward by the state coach, Benny, because um, they reckon I wouldn't get a game down in the backline for state. So, yeah, I went down forward. And um, Colton was pretty good to helping me out, Colton Tholstrup, and uh, probably Robbie Hanson as well. That's who yeah, nice. Yeah, now a lot of players will say, you know, the team thing, oh, I'm happy to play anywhere, you know, wherever the coach puts me. But in your opinion, you, you've played up forward, you've played down back, you've probably played on a wing through the guts at stages of your career. Where do you feel like you be- play your best footy? Where do you feel like you're most dangerous on a footy team? Probably forward, yeah. I reckon forward mainly. Yeah. So I reckon I have that. When I'm going for a lead, I, have, I get that good separation to give an option for my teammates, so yeah. And talking state champs was a pretty rough carnival for WA this year. Not many were able to string together a perfect champs. But how did you feel about your performances you did play? Because, uh, you know, a couple of them were pretty impressive. Uh, so in the first game against Vic Metro, I didn't play too well. Kicked like four points. Yeah. So, um, I kicked five in my last game for Panthers, <laughs> so don't worry about it. Five uh, points. Yeah. Um, in the second game, I got dropped from the Allies game. So, yeah, went back to Cow- went back to Subi. Uh, played pretty good then. Got back into the team against Big Country. Uh, kicked one goal there, and then I uh, went to went and played the SA game and uh, did pretty well there. And mm. yeah. Was that your best one? Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah, I think that was. Yeah. 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 Now, what did you learn off the back of those first games? You know, it's such a step up to play state footy. What did you learn off the back of them that allowed you to play? I guess that better level of footy against South Australia. Or was it just sort of right place, right time, or was there something where you? looked at those last games and realised what you were doing wrong and fixed it. Yeah, I reckon in that gap between the Vic Country game and the SA game, I really like looked into it with my vision and all that kind of stuff and thought, oh, yeah, i got to do this right and all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, I reckon my family were a good support there. I had, like, I don't know, probably about 40 people there supporting me on the other side of the West Perth Hurdle. Yeah. And, yeah, I reckon I was probably just trying to play to make them proud. Yeah. And, and your relationship with your coaches and how did that benefit you throughout the carnival receiving feedback? What were they telling you? Um, so I was pretty close with um, Michael Johnson because he's my uncle. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I'm related to him as well. And, um, yeah, he just gave me a lot of feedback and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Have you got the same sort of kicking style as Michael Johnson? No. You know how he holds it, eh? It's, yeah, it's like at the top. Yeah. 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 Now, it's always super neat. I love that. As far as the players you come up against in the state champs, I'm sure they're a bit better than the blokes in the GFL, the blokes in the Colts, the blokes at PSA that you're coming up against. Who was the toughest player from an opposition team that you came up against throughout that state champs? Probably, probably have to say Harley Reid. Yeah, mm. great. He's probably mm. pick one next year. He's yeah, unreal, that bloke. Yeah, and um, Josh Weddle. Yeah, another solid. Yeah, great job. And as for your teammates who impressed you or you think flew under the radar and didn't get enough recognition for what they were doing? Probably have to say Robbie Hansen, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a good one. Okay. I probably didn't give him enough either, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Probably that last game against South Fremantle. Uh, changing back to Subi, off the back of the state champs, how did you feel about the way you wrapped up the season personally regarding the quality of footy you played? Yeah, it was mainly I wanted to just like try and get get into that grand final. Was mainly the mainly the main focus, and obviously the second one was to play consistent footy. 
And um, eventually we didn't get into the grand final, lost that prelim. I was sick that game. Colton went back to – went over to Melbourne to play that Futures game. And, uh, yeah, pretty – wasn't happy about that, so, yeah. Yeah, now, as far as looking back on the season, I'm sure – a lot of people will say they're pretty stoked with everything they put in and in the position you're in, I'm sure you are pretty stoked. But knowing everything you know now, learning everything you've learnt, is there any moment you'd like to go back to and change the way you approached a certain game, the whole season, the way you trained or, you know, maybe work harder on a certain area of your game? Is there anything looking back that you'd like to change? Probably the Vic Metro game. Yeah. That's probably the main one. Yeah. I think a lot of people would want to change that yeah. Vic Metro game from yeah. WA. That was uh, not pretty viewing. Mm. That one, yeah, probably could have done a lot better than I should have, so yeah. Yeah. When was it that you first began getting approached by AFL clubs and what was that experience like? I'm sure it would have been a little bit surreal. Was it a bit daunting? Were you trying not to think uh, about it too much? Um, so my first one was straight after the SA game, just during that week, so yeah. Can you tell us who it was? Uh, Brisbane. Brisbane. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How many, have you had plenty since then? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, all yeah, of them? Would of you course. say all of them by now? No, no, no. Not all? That'd be a long way up. 50%. Uh, yeah, about that. Yeah. About that. Yeah, still got nine clubs to go. I've still got about 18 clubs to go for <laughs> now in the draft. Now, the National Combine, uh, yep. you know, you, I'm sure you said you didn't really get your first conversation with the club until after the SA game. So yep. going into the National Combine, we at all expecting, you know, to be around the mark we've got. I think it's a minimum of four clubs who are saying, yeah, we're pretty keen on this bloke. Did you think that you'd be at all close to getting that invitation? Uh, nah, I was just really. I was when they told us the when the invite invite dates were coming out. Uh, I think it was two days before the invites were came out. I got a message from Jonesy, and he said, "Oh, I'm going to get one." I just threw my phone and started yep. joking around with mum. So yeah, I oh, heard it. Guys. I was in Kalgoorlie. I think you're in Boulder. Yeah. I heard him. Yeah, in the middle of the night. Up and about, <laughs> and then like, immediately, immediately like thought, get this bloke on Triple <laughs> The next morning he was on. Um, and how did you feel like you went in the combine? Because it's not, you know, footy. It's not like you can just think, oh, it's just another game. It's testing, you know, yeah. it's numbers. It's that sort of stuff that scares mm. people. How did you feel like you were going into it? And how did you feel like uh, you, you went on, on reflecting? Uh, I reckon I went pretty good in all my jumps. Mm. I think I finished top eight for the vertical. Um, yeah, top 10, sorry. Um, uh, probably the sprint I wasn't too happy with. I think we got like 3.01. So, yeah. Yeah, I could probably, yeah. Probably you did it twice. Yeah. I could probably still not finish. I actually <laughs> took Ed on out in the driveway <laughs> over there after he got his, um, and I reckon it was pretty close. <laughs> I reckon we both had sub fours, but I reckon yeah. that was pretty close. But sprinting was a tough one for sure. Mm. I, I, experiencing that, I don't want to take on any of the others. Mm. But there was a photo that you posted that came out after that. It was... You, Anthony Moncara, Lloyd Johnson, Isaac yep. Keeler, Owen Davey Jr. Yep. That Indigenous connection, you know, it always seems so strong, but you boys are all from completely different states. Did you actually know these boys beforehand? Is it something where you get there and you just get along instantly? Yeah. yeah. How does that sort of relationship form amongst you boys? Yeah, it's usually, yeah, well, as soon as we got there, yeah, we just knew, uh, knew to shake each other's hands and all that. So, yeah, yeah I got along with them pretty well. Um I think we were following each other on Instagram before it, so yeah, yeah. I think, nice. yeah. And the season's all wrapped up now. All, it's, all that's left to do is pretty much wait. Yeah. How do you look back on this year? Because, you know, we've seen you go out of state sides, you go in, you improve, you get better, you've played some good games, you've played your um, league debut in Karagooli. I'm sure that's something that you would have wanted to do from a young age. But how how's it now that you're looking back on the year? I'm sure it's probably flown by. Yeah, I thought I could have done a little bit better, but yeah, I think I've done it the most I could done and uh yeah just 
hopefully get picked up in the next four weeks. So, yeah. Yep. And as you say, we've got four weeks to go until the draft or five weeks. What are the nerves like? Are you, are you feeling them at all right now? Because now especially you yeah. don't have work to take your mind off things. You're sort yeah. of just sitting around waiting for time to go by. How are you feeling about the draft? And can you give us any insight, any exclusive to drop out where you might be ending up? Um, so not right, right now, not really that nervous. I reckon as we get closer to the date, I'll start getting really nervous. Probably won't sleep at night and all that kind of stuff. Um, probably, yeah, probably Eagles, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed yeah, so we can absolutely. see some more of you here in Perth. But Tyrone, it's been it's been great to have you on this year. Unfortunately, um, you won't get a chance to be absolutely destroyed by us in a game <laughs> of uh, horse next week. But it's been so great to, to have you on throughout the year and to get speaking to you. I wish you the best of luck with next month, mate. And hopefully we've um, got several more of these amongst the three of us to go. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Good on you, mate. Boy, oh boy, wowee. What another amazing episode spent listening to some amazing people. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you check out the boys on Instagram and YouTube as well. It's been real. It's been good. It's been real good. Gussie out.